Welcome to the Take the Cake podcast. I am your host, Kate Noel, and I am so happy you're here. My mission is to inspire you to be the best version of yourself by truly honoring what your mind, body, and soul want and need. Here, we talk about everything and anything, wellness, recovery, lifestyle stuff, lots more. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Take the Cake podcast. It's Wednesday, so that means it's a new episode day and I've been loving the solo cast lately. Today's going to be another solo cast. I have a couple interviews lined up um, for the closeout of this 2022 year, Um, but for now we're sticking with the solo cast. So today I'm going to be talking about the scale, to weigh or not to weigh my experience with it mostly, and take what you will through me sharing my experience. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to say, I posted my, you know, coming back to YouTube video, it was like a little vlog, it was a little dipping my toes in the YouTube space vlog, (laughs) Uh, and I got such sweet feedback, and I just want to say thank you so much to all of you who are cheering me on and welcoming me back to YouTube. And it just feels like such a loving environment. And I think that's when I was editing the video and when I posted it, I was feeling a little bit nervous. And then as soon as I posted and the comments started to flow in, the sweet supportive comments, I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, these are my people. Like these people are so sweet and kind. So thank you so much for watching and I'm going to be starting to post weekly videos. So stay tuned for that, more to come. Um, But yeah, let's get into the episode. When I first started my recovery journey, I knew I needed to gain weight and probably a lot of it. Um, I remember reading No Period Now What, the infamous period book by Dr. Nicola Rinaldi. And I remember seeing all of her recommended numbers, like how to go all in, which is when you just go for it, get your period back. You need to eat at least, I think it's like 2,500 calories or is it 3,000? I honestly can't remember. But I remember knowing the number at the time and there was all these charts and graphs and studies and all these numbers really resonated with my like eating disorder brain that was already so used to like calorie counting and weighing myself on the daily, right? Sometimes I would weigh myself multiple times a day. It's hard to think back on those times. Um, But I remember like reading that book and being like, wow, this feels really supportive. Like these numbers feel supportive. Um, And that's like an interest, there was an interesting, it's an interesting thing to reflect back on. So I wanted to mention that there is a study um, that uh, researchers looked at self-weighing from adolescence to young adulthood, and they examined um, psychological and behavioral outcomes from people who, adolescents and young adults who weighed themselves. I think it was like almost 2,000 people that they researched. So the results found that significant positive correlations were found between self-weighing and weight concerns for both for all genders so when people when these adolescents and and young adults self-weighed there was a significant um 
relation to different self-esteem at each time in especially the female participants. So self-weighing significantly decreased body satisfaction and self-esteem. And self-weighing just in general caused an increase in weight concerns and depression in female participants and increase in weight concern in male participants. So this is interesting, right? Because I feel like most of us who are listening to this podcast probably know how it feels to be kind of stuck in a loop of weighing yourself. And I feel it's so important to kind of give both sides of the coin because I have seen, and in my own personal recovery journey, that weighing myself in the beginning, that that's what I did. So when I first started my recovery journey, I was trying to get my period back and I weighed myself. I weighed myself like once a week. And it helped me to keep track of my progress and it helped motivate me. But at the same time, there were weeks where I would weigh myself and I wouldn't feel that great about the number because it would go up way more than I thought. So my ED side would often convince me that knowing my weight would be beneficial for me because I could track my progress. I could make sure I'm not losing weight. But in reality, I think it kept me stuck more than if I wouldn't have weighed myself would have. So here's my little catch here in this episode. I truly believe there are people who are highly motivated and it can be super helpful for them to weigh themselves. But it is so crucial for you to be very honest with yourself. And for for me, like for my looking back in hindsight in my recovery, especially in the beginning stages of my recovery where my weight was rapidly changing, I overall wouldn't recommend weighing weighing yourself. So here's where I feel like it wasn't okay for me to weigh myself. I'm going to the next part of this episode is going to be when I feel like it's it wasn't okay for me and then when it became okay for me. So maybe that can help you to kind of decide if it's going to be a supportive way to measure progress or not. So when it wasn't okay for me, when the scale was conditional, meaning when I I had to weigh myself at the same time every day, I had to have gone to the bathroom, I had to, you know, have I don't know, done X, Y, and Z, not eaten breakfast yet, right? Like all these conditions were relevant and happening in order for me to feel comfortable going on the scale. And if I didn't go to the bathroom or if I didn't wake up in time or if I missed my window, blah, 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 I would feel an extreme emotional response. Honestly, that's another point too. Anytime I had an, an emotional response either before, during, or after, or I could tell that I would have an emotional response, it was not okay with me, for me to weigh myself. And then it also wasn't okay for me when regardless of the number, regardless of if the number was lower, the same, or higher, I would change my behavior or I would even think about changing my behaviors or I would, it would cause a a reaction that was not like a neutral reaction. So to be honest with those things in mind, that was my mindset most of recovery. Like I, I wasn't okay for me to weigh myself. When it did become okay for me to weigh myself was when I had had my period back consistently. I think I was probably a year and a half into my recovery. And that is when I feel like I truly 
when, when the weight checking, not even checking, just like weight exposure really would have supported me in hindsight, looking back. So this is when I feel like it would have been okay with me. This is, is not actually what happened. Like I said, I did weigh myself in the beginning of my recovery. So I feel like when it would have been okay with me is when I genuinely wanted to see the number go up, which maybe was once or twice while in recovery. So not exactly that much evidence to back up this point. Another way um, point is if I was sure, I wouldn't change how much I was eating or exercising based on the number. And when I was so sure, absolutely 100%, which again, I feel like could be rare. When I could weigh myself any time of the day, regardless of if I've gone to the bathroom, if I've eaten, how much I slept, if I could just freely get on the scale and, and, and not have nerves and not, ha- not have fear. When I had my period back again, like I mentioned, when I wanted to expose myself to my weight and feel confident in my recovery, again, was a rare thing, but happened. When I didn't have an emotional attachment to the scale anymore, and um, that's pretty much it. Those are like the conditions I feel like when it would have been okay with me. I actually remember weighing myself one day. This is, um, I, I, I didn't weigh myself every week the whole time I was in recovery. I, I stopped, I slowly stopped and it got less and less and less until I feel like it got to the point where it was like once every month or once every couple months. And I feel like I remember weighing myself one day And all of a sudden it just didn't appeal to me. I I just didn't care anymore. Like I had enough evidence that my weight just wasn't that great of an indicator of my personal health because so many times I would think to myself, oh, oh, surely I have gained X amount of pounds this week, right? Or this month. And I would get on the scale and that's not what would happen. Or maybe I would think I have not gained any weight. And then I would step on the scale and I did gain weight. So it just... I just realized that I didn't have enough evidence to prove that weight was a good indicator of how I was feeling in my life and how, how I was existing in this world. Um, and so I remember having that experience one day and that was a pivotal day for me. And ever since that day, I really haven't weighed myself. I don't own a scale anymore. It just doesn't appeal to me. Like I said, I just have enough evidence in my life that I don't need to worry about how much I weigh. I have seen so many people in my life who weigh like significantly less than I thought they would or significantly more, right? You've seen probably that, um, those like TikToks and reels and like charts and photos where it's the same body weight on like five different women or five different people. And these people all look very different. Weight is such a, uh, it's such a extensive thing. Like you can't, it's not just a measure of how much body fat you have. I think a lot of us in this mindset are often so concerned because we imagine like that we are just a lump of skin and fat walking around and like that's, that's going to be our weight. And in reality, that's not what it is. So here is why weight isn't that important to me anymore. Just some reasons. Again, there are countless factors involved in how much you may weigh on a particular day. Hormones weigh different amounts. Fluids, water retention. If you've gone to the bathroom, if you have food in your body, 
the clothes you're wearing, shoes you're wearing, what scale you're using, the type of floor you're weighing yourself on. Catch my drift? It's like there's countless factors, your environment, how much you've slept. Like It is unbelievably variable. What time of the month it is for you. And another reason why it's not important to me is because I started to rely on other cues, other factors outside of the number, like how much energy I had, how my digestion was feeling, my hormones, my, my cycle, how I was sleeping, my immunity, my skin health. That's a great indicator. There's so many other indicators. But like weighing myself just wasn't, it didn't give me enough um, it didn't give me enough. So I just feel like that was that all these other things, plus way many other cues and factors were way more important to me. My sex drive. That's another one. And you also need to consider that when you weight restore, like I said earlier, you most likely need to restore a lot more than body fat. Your organs shrink, you lose muscle, which by the way, weighs a lot more than fat. You lose tissues and joints and fluids you lose muscle mass, you lose your brain, your heart, your digestion, like you lose cells in your body, you lose skin and hair. So all of these things are things that weigh something and they all add up. And so we need to weigh, yes, we do probably need to gain body fat, but we also probably need to gain lots of other parts of our bodies that also weigh something. And I think that, you know, we're taught from a young age to monitor our weight. But in reality, if you have a mentally healthy relationship with food, a healthy metabolism, and you don't have any like underlying conditions that would cause your weight to fluctuate, our bodies should be able to relatively maintain our weight throughout our lives. Obviously, there are certain things that cause weight gain or weight loss, but without us, like relatively the same, without us manipulating our weight so much. So whenever I weighed myself, I couldn't even hear my internal body cues. I didn't even know what I liked. I thought microwave quest bars were better than anything. I can't even look at those things now. You know, I didn't know if I was hungry. I didn't know if I was full. I didn't know what I wanted that day. I, the scale told me exactly how to live my life, exactly how to live my day hour by hour. It told me if I was going to go out with friends. It told me if I was going to go to the gym. It told me if I was going to eat breakfast. I mean, it is a piece of plastic with some batteries, like a battery operated robot was telling me how to live my life. So, and plus I would have so much anxiety when the number would budge or wouldn't budge. Like I was, I was concerned with my weight. It was, it was honestly a distraction from actual issues in my life that I was subconsciously avoiding with my concerns with my weight. And yeah, again, like the scale was just telling me how to live and that's not fun. That's no way to live. So Yeah, like I truly believe that there are just other reliable cues that you can look into in your life that aren't the scale. Obviously, this is not medical advice. And if you need to be, if your weight needs to be monitored, then that's a whole other story, right? Go to your doctor, make sure you're in a healthy weight range. And you can absolutely ask your doctor to blind weigh you. There are some models of treatment where they do expose you to your weight and it's kind of like exposure therapy. You can, you know, do your own research and decide what you want to do. Um, But like I said, I don't 
feel like I would recommend weighing myself in recovery. Although, like I said, you know yourself better than anyone else. And for highly motivated people, it could be helpful, but it's really crucial to be honest with yourself. And I don't know you, you know, maybe weighing yourself is extremely helpful for you. I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel like for me, here's the, here's what would have potentially been supportive for me personally. I feel like I obviously knew my weight starting recovery because I was weighing myself like every day. And then I feel like if I would have not weighed myself and during my, you know, rapid weight gain or when I was, when I was weight restoring and, and, and my goal was to gain weight and to gain body and to have food freedom and to challenge fear foods, all that stuff. If I would not have weighed myself during that time, I think it would have been more supportive for me. Who knows how my mindset would have been, but that's, that would have felt more supportive for me. And then I think after I got my period back, after a few months, after I felt more grounded and I felt like affirmed in my recovery, I feel like that would, would have been a good time for me to potentially ex- start exposing myself to my body weight. Again, only if I knew I wouldn't have an emotional reaction. It's so important to imagine every possibility, imagining the numbers staying the same, going down, going up, and what would you do? So that's what I would say. Now, I don't care about my weight. I, I, I do not care about it at all. It's like truly does not mean anything to me, which I feel like is really interesting because I, I, I know that if I would have told myself that like a couple of years ago, I would have been like, that's just a funny, weird, motivating thing that people say. But in reality, it is, it is true. Um, so those are my thoughts on the scale. And I think obviously based on that study, and I just feel like based on the research I've done and what I've seen in my own life in general, the scale, it, it's tough that it's, t- it would be more rare than probable. I feel that a scale and weighing yourself would be supportive in your life, in your recovery. Um, again, talk to your doctor, talk to your team and make sure you listen to them and not this podcast because they know more than I do. On the other hand, I think, like I said, later on in my recovery, if I, even like I would say after my recovery, exposing myself to my weight was helpful for me. And I feel like now it doesn't matter to me, but there was a point in time where I feel like I was, I was wrapping up recovery, so to speak. And I was like, you know what? I need to know about how much I weigh, like just for myself. Um, and that is kind of my ideas on weighing myself. So if you are feeling called to get rid of the scale and stop weighing yourself, congratulations. My tips on that would be find another way to like track your progress that feels supportive meaning maybe every day you can write down how much energy you had um you can you know write down like how you felt eating certain types of foods you can journal how many meals and how many snacks you had any like intuitive messages that you got um you know, anything like that and and just reflecting back on the day or starting your day off by journaling and seeing how you feel could be a really good measure of of that. And um, 
just throwing away the scale. I think a lot of people try and hide the scale and then they end up like getting it out because I feel like our eating disorders are, are don't put up with that BS that so they're like, no, we're going to get it out. So I would just say donate it or get rid of it. If you need a cathartic release, you can smash it. Sure. Um, and I think that is a good step. And so that way you just don't have the option to weigh yourself. And, um, like I said, writing down how you feel and other like progress trackers can be helpful. Um, and then just like, if you know, you need to weight restore, or if you know that recovery will change your weight in any sort of way, not necessarily, some people don't need to gain weight in recovery. That's fine. Um, then I think just being easy on yourself and like buying comfy clothes recovery is not um super sexy you know it can be sure it can be sexy um in a lot of ways uh maybe i'll do a podcast on how recovery is sexy but there are unsexy parts of recovery where you don't feel the feel your best and maybe you feel kind of puffy and you don't feel great um and you're wearing leggings every day and <laughs> that's okay i think just being easy on yourself winter time is always such a great time. Not that summer is not a good time to recover because it de- definitely is. I I weight restored in the summer and I did it. So you can't do, um, but winter is a great time because we have a lot more clothes on and we don't, you know, and that can just be like a little bit easier. So if you feel like you need a little motivation this season, there are exactly 46 days left in 2022. And when I post this tomorrow, there are going to be 45 days left in 2022. So um, use these 45 days to um, get yourself, you know, wrapping up 2022 on a positive note. And um, I feel like that's a really good gift to yourself this holiday season, you know. Um, <clears throat> so this is going to be the end of this episode. I hope you found it helpful, motivating, interesting, anything maybe not. Um, like I said, check me out on YouTube. I'm back on there and I'm actually going to be doing a video this week, talking a little bit more about weight, um, and my own personal journey. So check it out. Um, I believe I'm going to be uploading my videos on, uh, Mondays. I'm not hundred percent sure though. So, uh, thanks again for tuning into this podcast. Please leave me a rating and a review if you liked it or not, (laughs) whatever. Um, thank you so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.